Welcome to I'm Absolutely Fine, the podcast from the Mid-Alt that looks at all the glamour and indignity of being a grown-up. If you listen on the Entale app, that's E-N-T-A-L-E, photos, links and videos of what we're talking about will pop up as you listen. Have a look. Hi, lockdown friends. Hi, how's everyone doing? Well, uppy and downy, right? Yeah. Uppy and downy. I think that's the thing. How are you, my darling? Well, I've discovered over the last couple of days that PMT and lockdown do not go together. <laughs> I mean, I've gone I mean, even madder than usual. My back hurts, my sleep is fucked, my eating habits are even more sort of peripatetic and, 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 and mad. Um, even my loungy, act of self-loathing lockdown clothes feel tight and lumpy. My anxiety's like like reaching out in all sorts of different directions. It's reaching out into areas of my life, you know, that I haven't even thought about in months or years. Um, so the combination makes it very, very heightened. It's like I am all sharp corners. Um, so that is not fun for me or for <laughs> anybody who has the misfortune to be in close proximity to me. Luckily for you, Emily, you are only on FaceTime. How are you? Just quickly, I quite enjoy you on PMT, so that's made me miss you even more, funnily enough. But um, (laughs) do you know what? I'm absolutely fine, but today I feel a little fallen apart, genuinely towards a kind of panicky bottom, I think. And i just tracking it, and I think it's to do with the fact that I do not feel prepared for anything anymore, in the sense that I don't feel prepared for this lockdown lasting six months And I also don't feel prepared to lockdown ending in two weeks. I tell you what I was thinking yesterday. I was thinking, okay, I can't wait to see my friends and to go and have lots of drinks with my friends. But the trouble is, I now think, who's going to turn up for these drinks with my friends? You know, who am I going to be? What am I going to say? Am I going to be viciously self-monitoring? Am I going to be happy to sit there and be quiet? I mean, already worrying about how I'm going to present to the world because I feel so shrunken. Yeah, no, I totally, I totally agree. And it's sort of like, it's the idea of going back to the old life is incredibly scary, actually, in a way that goes slightly against what we're supposed to be missing. I'm not missing big elements of it. But at the same time, I feel very heightened and very panicky. And it was interesting because I got into a car to go to a supermarket yesterday. And I felt insanely agoraphobic, which is not something I've ever experienced in my life. I love a crowd, love a crush, love a concert, love a love a busy tube. But you know what I mean? Well, lest, lest we forget... Love a hug. Love a hug. I mean, you are hug deprived right now. So hug deprived. And I was in the car and honestly, so lockdown drivers are like insane. They they are, it's like everyone's in a Nigel Mansell slash Ayrton Senna slash Lewis Hamilton has been kind of unleashed onto London streets and it's just dangerous. And I'm a terrible driver anyway and I feel massively under pressure. So I was sort of weaving. And also the thing about getting into the car, it's, 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 apart from the fact that I, if I get in the car to go to the supermarket, I am convinced I'm going to be stopped by the police. Oh yeah, absolutely. And also, like, behaving I, I, suspiciously. And also I don't know, I, I mean, I don't know who I am, but I certainly don't, who, don't know who my police interface person <laughs> is. Am I supposed to say, I mean, if I, if I get stopped by a 12 year old policeman, right? A 12 year old, very sort of empowered, officious policeman. Um, do I have to be, is it, do I have to be polite? Do I have to say, yes, sir, sorry, sir? Can he arrest me if I give him a bit of lip because he's 12 and I'm annoyed? 
so I'm already thinking about how, how that how that might work but you know I'd certainly feel guilty being in the car but the other thing about being in the car which is odd is there's this sense that it is a portal to the other life isn't there you know it's yep. like because if because all I mean even even in best case scenario my even even when the outside of my car is is quite clean because it's no particular hardship to sit in the whirly car wash for three quid the inside of our cars, I think, sometimes can start to mirror the insides of our brains. <laughs> so getting it, leaving a lockdown house and getting into a pre-lockdown car, as it were, is weird because there's, there's, there's sort of leftovers of the other life it, in the car swirling around the footwells, your unformed things and detritus and fluff and half an idea is here and then there's a bit of an unidentifiable thing there. And, you know, it, it, it's, it's odd, isn't it? Because in the house, I mean, now we're just sort of, I mean, I, I mean, you know, I, 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 my gnarled claw is, is, is wrapped around my dustbuster at almost all times. I'm constantly wiping the bathroom, you know, the antibacterial wipes of our friends, the, 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 the stain wipe is my closest companion. But, but, but the, the inside of the car, I, I, I do not clean. And, and, and all this stuff like, you know, like hairballs. So rolling around the car like tumbleweed, hairballs, you know, and, and they, they might be separate, but they're threatening to, to join forces and form a sort of hair mat across the entire bottom. It must be from all that last minute brushing, uh, yeah. you know, or, you know from, from to try and get to a meeting or, or, you know, I get terrible road rage. I've probably torn my hair out at some point or just fiddled with it in traffic jams. And, it, and it, it's probably my hair. Let's but hope it might so. Not be my hair, <laughs> so I don't really want to touch it because it might. So it just sort of stays there, and and you know, and and, and actually, I'm also noticing hairballs in the house. Uh, yeah, no, I noticed the behind the bed is basically a kind of a matted layer of a mat, a new carpet. <laughs> that, Have you done anything about it? I made a mental note and then instantly forgot it. Yes. Just remembered now. <laughs> you made a mental note in your mental brain, which is in no way to be relied upon to do nothing about it. I know, I literally, I have to write everything down on a, on a chalkboard in the kitchen to the point of it's almost like you need, because otherwise I just forget everything. It's sort of mad. But I agree with you about the car. I mean, I found all these like sticky parking receipts. <laughs> that I was like, and yes. I did my tax return the other day because obviously, you know, what else are you going to do in lockdown? And I thought, and I then remembered when I got in, I was like, of course I kept them. I kept them. Um, I keep them because, you know, parking attendants are bastards and you just never know when you want to contest them. Or, and, you know, one of them dates back like, you know, three years it was completely mad mine have always mine have always got things like chewing gum. Oh, i yeah. just you know i'm just always wrapping whatever i can find around old bits of chewing yeah gum. and obviously hair yes obviously <laughs> yes a hair chewing gum monster absolutely lidless lipstick oh yes oh my god of course mm. i had a lidless nivea oh that's very dangerous <laughs> Was it a little one or one of those big, enormous, slightly eighties pots? It was one of those little tiny ones that I keep on the side of the on you know, in the side of the car to do the hands, the hands, the old hands. When, the parched, when parched getting, so, old crone doors. When yeah, I get into yeah, the yeah. car. And uh, but I'd obviously left the lid open, so that was like it was basically ninety percent hair and sand, of course, from the old days when we used to get into the car and drive to the seaside. Uh yes, those old days. Well, lipsticks from the old days when I used to like dig out a you know lovely YSL or Charlotte Tilbury number to give me a bit of je ne sais quoi on the way to somewhere <laughs> but inevitably I was putting it on illegally and then lost it while doing my makeup in the rearview mirror because it's a rattle down and maybe I don't know maybe I threw it at a cyclist oh, um uh no cyclists are good the trouble is that the, the trouble with cyclists 
is the I, I sometimes I, I I it's when they wear headphones. Um, <laughs> it's so dangerous. It's when they wear. I know that they're saving the planet and keeping themselves healthy and not contributing to pollution and probably lit from within by righteous indignation and endorphins. But just wearing headphones, I just sort of think, you know, if I drive past you too fast, I could blow you over. Don't you want to hear me? <laughs> I know exactly. It's like it's like endorphin slash death wish. I mean, fair or hear enough. My, well, hear my lipstick top whist, whistling past your cycling ear. I like the idea that maybe they're listening to chanting or something just before you hit them hard. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, dis- I was about to say disclaimer. It's not a disclaimer. Full disclosure. I have never hit a cyclist. <laughs> I know you meant to say. I actually went on a bike yesterday for the first time. This is what lockdown's doing. Honestly, we're all upside down. I fell asleep on the sofa at nine p.m. having finished the corner of a thousand-piece puzzle. I was like, "Who have one of my hundred? And then yesterday, I went on a bike yeah. for the first time since like. I don't know, probably some kind of mad, stupid holiday in like Ile de Ré or something. And um, when we hired bikes and cycled around this tiny island. But yeah, and I'm a bit saddle sore. Is that quite a nice feeling? Uh, what, saddle sore? Yeah. <laughs> it's not much, it's not much, there's not much excitement around. Saddle sore. Mm. <laughs> uh, water bottles in the car, many, many water bottles because they're they're sort of less leftovers from the days and the day by which I mean a couple of years ago and they're still there um the days before we had our own bottles that we took everywhere so so what I used to do is was, was fill up the plastic bottles with water because it was sort of a bit better for the environment and calmer and all that jazz but then simultaneously reading that drinking water that's been left in a plastic bottle in a hot car was carcinogenic so as a result, constantly getting fresh bottles half filled. And so there's a sort of symphony of half <laughs> bottles. So true. Um, rattling around. And it's, and now I just feel, ash- every time anyone gets into, in the car, every time I get in the car, I just feel ashamed. Yeah. And uh, not only that, though, as well as the half pot of Niv- Nivea and the water bottles, which I also have, were sweet wrappers. And I think it's because um. somewhere along the line, we were informed that car calories don't count. I mean... Yeah, it's just like airport calories. Exactly. So it's like it's like having sex standing up can't get you pregnant. Yes, you know exactly, exactly that. So there's everybody knows that. <laughs> so there's there was a petrol station double decker and also like all the tang fastics. In fact, there's probably also mixed in the sort of hair and sand actual sugar, basically. Um, and maybe bits well, of Well, there's certainly powder. <laughs> there's certainly there's certainly suspicious powder collecting corners of my filthy Jesus, car. Jesus, you better not get which stopped I, by I the police. I assume is, is, is a combination of sort of crusty old sort of splatterings of foundation, <laughs> shattered highlighters and bronzers, uh, maybe some eyeshadow, and certainly dry shampoo. All the things that keep us looking like you know, normal, semi-functioning human women. I did, I did have a panic, a lockdown panic the other day that I would, I'm a bit ashamed of this, that I would run out of dry shampoo and then what would I do? Oh, really? That being a, a real pressure point? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Do you know what? I'm, I'm washing my hair so much less. I don't know if that's good or bad. Yes, me too. I, I, think, I think everybody is. I spoke to someone last night um, on a Zoom call, Zoom, which my phone always autocorrects, to Doom call. Um, <laughs> I and, so and, agree. The, and, and, and one woman just went, do you know what? I don't remember the last time I washed my hair. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. 
And normally it's, an, but normally it's interesting. It's one of the things you keep on a timetable in your head, like everything else. You know, we're constantly, we have this sort of time frame in our heads when we're working and running around and doing all the, all that other kind of madness as opposed to this particular flavour of madness. And one of those is, right, okay, so I wash my hair on Thursday morning. Hang on, I need to look nice on Saturday afternoon. So does that mean I'm going to have to rewash it on Friday morning so it's not slippery, slippery clean, but it's got a little bit of muscle so I'll be okay for the, you know, it's just another calculation, the hair, isn't it? Totally. I like my hair a day after a wash, but not two days when I'm working. And you do, you, you make these these calculations. Hair maths. Hair maths, yeah. No, like um, foot maths, pedicure maths. Yes, pedicure maths. You know that thing where you put, if you're going on holiday, or if you think you're not going to be able to have a pedicure for a long time, you put it off till the very, very last moment. Um, Emily and I went for a pedicure about 24 hours before we thought lockdown was about to <laughs> Such happen. Such a priority. I mean, I really miss, yeah. we also had got into the habit of having very important meetings together while having pedicures done. Well, it's funny, isn't it? I don't mind leaving the house with no makeup. I don't really, you know, most of the time I don't really give a fuck what I'm wearing um, if I'm not going to be seen by anybody or sometimes even if I am. And, um, but if, but it, you know, if, if, if my feet are in okay shape, I kind of slightly feel like I'm in okay shape. And I have to tell you that until a couple of days ago, my feet were, I mean, not just ugly, but I think actively dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you sort of accidentally stroke someone with your heel, <laughs> you need to take a Nurofen because you practically slice <laughs> through their, fre- their flesh. You know? I know, where you're basically tear, you're renting the fabric of your duvet, of your bottom sheet every time you slide into bed. Yeah, there's, a ras- <laughs> there's a rasping sound when you wriggle. Um, but, 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 I found a solution. Stop and it. I'm going to okay. tell you and I'm going to tell the listeners about it. I need to and know it's, now. Uh, because It's a less than 20 quid from Amazon solution. It depends how acute your Amazon guilt is. Um, mine uh, waxes and wanes according to how I'm feeling and what I need. Um, there is on Amazon um, a foot file which isn't really a foot file it's more of a foot grater and I don't have the name to hand now I'll find it later but it it looks exactly like a cheese grater it has a handle and it is viciously sharp viciously sharp um ideally you I think it's about 13 quid ideally you would use it on slightly damp feet not completely dry and definitely not wet it's not good on wet feet and um you you got to go easy because you don't want to overgrate but the results are extraordinary I mean you know for a start there's a really satisfying sort of flurry of powder which is and flakes which are just bits of you flying everywhere you don't want anyone to see you do it it's revolting (laughs) it's one of those things which is very very gratifying um and um and you can get rid of the of the hoop quality that certainly my feet have developed then the th- don't overgrate don't overgrate I can't say this enough I overgrated the bottom of my big one of my big toes and it was sore for about two days like really quite raw so just do it you know bit by bit um, and then when you've done it there's a foot cream called Flexitol which is about five quid um, Flexitol for hard skin and calluses mm, it's a balm sexy a balm for the soul <laughs> yeah it is not sexy so then you creep out of your guilty you know you know, foot dust covered corner um, and you apply a little bit of flex top and then shove on a sock only for about 10 minutes. You don't have to sleep in socks. Sleeping in socks makes me feel really sweaty. I don't like it at all. And even after one go, your feet are almost transformed. And then I don't really attempt to paint my own toenails because they just look really cat handed. So I'm telling myself I'm giving them a break. So they're a little yellow now. Yes, it's true could be a fungus don't think it is I think it's just dehydration <laughs> because after fungus that's nice fungal fungal feet 
Um, no, I think that if you have nail varnish on your feet for you know years at a time, then they get so dehydrated that the nails underneath sort of crack and discolour. But um, the piece of advice I have for you about that is if you, I mean, actually, you know, lemons are prime real estate now, so you might want, not want to use one on your feet. But if you get a sliced lemon and rub, rub it on your toenails every day, it sounds like some witchy ritual, doesn't it? Like something voodoo. Yes, exactly. Will it help with actually, you know, will it, will it attract money to the world, to my universe or whatever? One would hope, and 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 that and my you know and actually I thought my 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 you know cherry coloured toenails were starting to look a little inappropriate for lockdown. So now my sort of, um you know fresh sort of I don't know f- farmer's feet, <laughs> <laughs> um are are a little bit more fitting. So there's the grater for you. That's what I would use. And speaking of feet, is there not always in the car a single trainer sock? Yeah. <laughs> Yes, and you know where that's come from, why that's there. Where, why, where has it come from? Is that, is that from the time, that the one <clears throat> time that you drove to the gym? The gym that's two minutes away? Me? <laughs> I Me? don't know. No. No. I don't know. No. Yeah, I have a problem, which is I don't mind running, but I don't like walking. Um, so I do drive much, much more than I should. But do you know what? I mean, I have to tell you that in life, everywhere, there is only one trainer sock. Uh, yes, exactly. It's a metaphor for everything. That and the trainer sock that is slipping off your foot. There's always one moment where you're walking and then you have to stop and ho- hoik it back together. And the whole world, you're walking along, the whole world thinks you look completely fine and very sane, but only you know that your sock... Uh, has slipped off inside your shoe and it's making you feel deranged. Yeah, and the moment that you stopped to hoik it up, you suddenly go from woman in control to woman with bags spilling on the pavement, woman with kind of, you know... Arse uh, in the air. And it always happens to me when I'm wearing a particular jumpsuit I have, which is snug, shall we say. (laughs) Post-lockdown, I don't know if it's going to be more snug or less snug, but whenever I do it, I think that the um, the seam on my arse is going to split, fully split. And the the awful part is, if I was 18, I, I wouldn't bend over in public in case it happens. And now that I'm 45, I don't really care. If it happens, it happens. <laughs> I know. If it happens, it happens. I feel like this is that might be a, a, a mood that we should try and take with us out of lockdown. If it happens, it happens. Now that we've kind of... Because it's interesting... You know, there's lots of memes going around about how my anxiety prepared me for everything but this yes. <laughs> kind of feeling and how I wonder if uh, we we were talking about this the other day, weren't we? whether the fact that we're anxious in the beginning has made us better or worse equipped for lockdown. Well, a couple of people I know who are, who are very anxious are feeling kind of vindicated, like, oh, now <laughs> the world understands. Now the whole world is as anxious as I am. Uh, and it's calmed them down quite a lot, whereas other people, obviously, you know, I mean, we're, I'm feeling many different things. I'm, I feel I'm feeling my feelings, other people's feelings, <laughs> you know, unknown feelings. Well, I mean, I'm, 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 it's really odd to be quite so exercised and busy and bored at the same time. Yeah. yeah, yeah, to feel all the feelings. I mean, we talked about this in one of the earlier podcasts, exactly to feel like you know, two things uh, sort of simultaneously or yeah, maybe even 20 things. busy and bored. Yes, so exactly. bored. Lonely and claustrophobic. Lonely and claustrophobic, exactly. So bored and lonely and claustrophobic am I that I did the unthinkable the other day. And this is something I generally avoid. And actually investigated my bedside table. No. Did you? What, That's like yeah. me. That would be like, when I do that, I'll be hoovering the back of the bed. 
and the mat. Don't do, don't do both there. at once. It will totally overwhelm you because bedside tables are, are, are full of our, are sort of full of our secret other lives. I mean, one thing I did find, um, which made me laugh, was 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 a sort of a sort of ye oldie worldy condom, you know, from the days of yore in a land before time with the sell by date of, you know, I don't know, I'm not going to say, but you know, a long time ago, <laughs> sort of wedged at the back, um, like a fallen monument to, I don't know, hope over experience. It never got used, you know. I mean, would it would it still work? Can condoms can can they really go off? Yeah, can uh, they really? I mean, should we try it? Should, should we risk it? Exactly. I found I found a vegan condom the other day, which oh, strikes me as being know, a, an oxymoron. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. It's only vegan while it's in the packet. <laughs> yeah, oh exactly. God. Anyway. And then, oh, my God. So, so if you know, if we're being honest, and you and I have talked about this before, so I know that you have a similar problem. 90% of the bedside table space is taken up by all the self-help books that <laughs> we bought in 10 years of searching for, you know, my my true path. God, when I think of the money yeah. that I spent and not found my true path. And they've all got <laughs> titles like Codependent No More and The Five Love Languages. Um, and, 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 and the authors always have rather musical names, like sort of Pia Melody and Melody Beattie and Brinnie Brown, who we obviously worship. Worship. I'm still obsessed with the five love languages. <laughs> yes, you like. Yes, you spent quite. You spent well, but, months, didn't you, trying to work out what love language everybody spoke? Exactly. Well, so what? What love language do you speak and respond to? I respond to to words of affirmation. So it's like you're doing brilliantly. You're you're beautiful. You're so clever. That's praise is my is my is my fix. Yes. Um, and I think that they are. Words of affirmation, uh, that's mine. Acts of service, so that's like I've emptied the dishwasher or I've sorted something out for you. Then there's receiving gifts, which is look at this dress, look at this unbelievably enormous diamond ring, etc., etc. Um, <laughs> and I know uh, quality time, so why don't we go out for dinner together in future times uh, or just watch Netflix together or so, and physical touch which is oh yes so so my old favorite of this do you remember was words of affirmation your tacos are delicious emily <laughs> acts of service i made you tacos emily receiving <laughs> gifts emily here is a taco for you <laughs> quality time let's go out for tacos together and physical touch emily let me hold you like a taco <laughs> yeah someone did that they put it into taco language so good. So the self-help books, yeah. So there's, you know, that you that somehow that it just popping them in the bedside table. That somehow the zen-like feelings would radiate and penetrate your brain and personality. Oh, also, you know, dog-eared copies of that fucking awful book, The Rules, and The Secret, which is still a mystery. Still, it's bollocks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, also, so many wires. Oh my god! And remote controls for what? Who yeah, knows? Yeah, yeah. Well, some old DVD player. That yeah. you no longer have or a cable that could be like for a fax machine. <laughs> or or I think I, I found, um, uh, not actually on my bedside table, but it's now in my bedside table, one of those light things to help you sleep, you know, that that go blue and you have to breathe in because I had terrible insomnia, but it just made me feel unbelievably seasick. <laughs> so it broke. What, the charger for that? No, that that thing. I can't even remember what it's called. Oh, that thing itself. Yeah. Um, yes, but I mean, chargers from, you know, some chargers from three or four iPhones ago. Why do they do that? Well, I know why they do that. We know why. So you've got to buy more chargers. Y phone. Bastards. <laughs> 
by the way, the CBD, this infusing my entire bedside um, <laughs> table, you know, there's balm, oil, you know, there's one where the CBD is mixed with some old ancient English herb, like sort of yarrow, is that a thing? Um, you know, and, and, and you know, what, what, what's it for? Is it is this balm? Is it for my sore heels? Is it for my <laughs> sore face? Is it for my, it's my sore personality? Um, but there's a lot, a lot of CBD with all the fun taken out of it. Well, and a lot of pills as well. Yeah, I mean, it would rattle if I shook it. I would <laughs> rattle if you shook me. I mean, every iteration of sleeping pill that isn't actually a sleeping pill. So all the kind of over-the-counter stuff. Um, some that people brought when I was when I was really not sleeping. People would bring me from all over the world. You know, like um, uh, melatonin, the, the good stuff that you could get in like Hong Kong, or um, or or, or someone slipped me some Xanax, and there'll be a blister sheet with two left because I'm too neurotic to take the last ones in case in case I need them. Or um, magnesium powder, quite a lot of magnesium powder and magnesium magnesium spray, magnesium capsules. I'm taking so many. I, my In lockdown, one thing that, that has um, got, got even more out of control is my supplement house. <laughs> and it was pretty bad last time I saw you. Yeah, yeah I've you added a, like, to it. like a silver tray. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now I have to carry the, the supplements in a sort of glass or a cup to, in order to, to, to go and sit down and take them. And I have to, it takes me a while. I have to take them in, 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 in handfuls, basically. <laughs> Do they just get stuck? I know we talk about this all the time, but I feel like one day I'm going to take a supplement and that's going to be stuck and that'll be it. Forever. Yeah, exactly. It will just be forever slightly stuck in my throat. Yeah. When they, and when they do a post-mortem, you know, when they sort of, you know, establish cause of death, <laughs> there'll just be supplements stuck to like bits of your rib cage and bits of your sternum and, you know, and I'll say, oh my God, like, like sort of fossilised fossilized supplement what was this woman trying to do that and how many sleep masks in the bedside table yeah i mean novelty ones cute ones soft ones just the whole gamut of from silk to cashmere and they're all a bit loose and baggy and i actually i find wearing a a a sleep mask i don't know why i keep doing it to myself because i wake up totally claustrophobic, like freaked out with it round my neck and my clothes are undone and I'm sweating. This is a sexy picture, isn't it? Well, that's from all the, all the, all the skull thrashing on the pillow. And as well as the eye masks, the earplugs. Oh. So I've got little wax, it's a bit like, it's a bit like my car, those little wax earplugs because I don't think the foam ones work. Just roaming free in my bedside table, just rolling around, picking up bits of sort of house dust and... <laughs> hair and then it starts to look like we're horrible miniature doll makers you know oh. that's not creepy oh look at my bedside oh. table it's really sexy can you imagine if uh, if it was rolling around in the car then it would pick up all of that detritus as well oh it probably is I mean it probably is rolling around the bottom of the car imagine if somebody that you wanted to impress or fancied looked inside your bedside table imagine imagine if they found all your pathetic attempts at journaling Oh, my moan, God. Moan, 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 <laughs> wine, 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 moan, 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 and then sort of briefly consider getting them published, and then moan, 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 and then give up. <laughs> totally. I wonder whether we should be journaling now. Well, there wouldn't be a lot to fucking say, would there? <laughs> no. Yes, give up. Do you know, sometimes I have the, my happiest lockdown days when I give up. What, when you just surrender? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's true. I think that part of the difficulty is the struggle against the fact and trying to create order or structure where there just isn't. Yeah, exactly. Or intention, plans, you know, all all of those things. um, Yeah. And and, and just to, to, to sort of give up and wait and see. That's quite a good lesson, actually. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Maybe we should just for controlling people. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, yeah, exactly. Go floppy. I'm happy to go quite floppy at the moment because um, I have slightly done my back in doing some um, sort of 37 minute 
cardio hit Pilates hybrid um, from some charlatan and I don't like Miami who kept going isn't this like really fun um, and then I heard something I heard something pop and now I definitely have to be quite floppy oh dear I don't know my back got better so that was good but it was it was it was not great shuffling around lockdown I have to say I know you want to leap around lockdown do you Em? dance yeah. and you're dancing a lot I'm dancing a lot a lot in the kitchen on TikTok you name it learning dances I'm at, I, that is one thing that I'm loving and that I want to keep going with actually I'm not dancing at all just to Are let you, you not? know not at all <laughs> no 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 and I plan to keep it that way so <laughs> dancing or not dancing we send you lots and lots of medart love oh yeah we and, do absolutely um, and we very very much hope to try and come to you again next week so look after yourselves, everybody. Yeah, stay safe. Bye. Lots of loves. Bye. Lots of bye. You've been listening to Annabelle Rifkin and Emily McMeekin of The Middalt. Our book, I'm Absolutely Fine, is out now. If you like what you hear, please rate, review and subscribe. And we'll just leave you with this thought. Never let anyone treat you like a yellow fruit pastel. Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip <laughs> off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford, and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.